everybody. Welcome back to the Ultimate Fantasy Locker Room. We are here. We are minus Zach. We are minus Rocky. And we are two days away from NFL preseason. Uh, things are getting pretty hot, heavy. Uh, I know I'm starting to dig in a little bit, but what's up with you dudes? Been digging in. I, you missed an opportunity there to say plus Josh. We yeah. said minus minus. We should have said plus Josh, right. which is... In my book, that, that's a trade, man. It's an upgrade. That's a trade. I that's think big... presence speaks for itself, so that's why I didn't feel the need. I would even have given away. I would have given away Rocky, Zach, and a first-round pick for the next two years to get Josh here. Oh, Just that's, saying. that's a lot. He's saying a lot, but what I would like to talk about is what you got going on over there. I see you re- redecorated. Tell me about that. Well, there was some trash in front of me. I just mm-hmm. thought I'd toss it around a bit. Yeah, I mean, I'll say this. Philadelphia, I hate the Eagles. Helmet's yeah. nice, but I rather look like that. And who the hell has a a plush of Nick Barnett? What Think kind of he shit got is it that? on clearance? Yeah, he definitely got it on clearance because who the hell goes and buys that? Is that? Oh, not, that's Barwin, right? Connor yeah, Barwin. Connor Barwin. Unless that's his uncle or something. Maybe it's his uncle. Yeah, it's either that or his clearance bin. I don't even understand how Connor Barwin has a doll. Yeah, you know, like the, that's ridiculous. It's slim pickings in Philadelphia. Like yeah, this is sure actually what well, he should have that in one of these boxes because that's probably like a one of one right there, a well, Connor Barwin doll. Well, on that note, I know you had some comments that you were talking about. It had to do with the Eagles, the Giants, some of our division picks. Oh, yeah. So okay. uh, why don't you let me hear some of those bad boys from TikTok. All right, let's get into it here. The Huddle said, bro's trying to be different. Well, and was he referring? Who said what? Do you remember? Oh, that was Mark. That was regarding yeah. my pick of the, the Lions, man. Yeah. And, uh, Taking the NFC North. The response from um, Zach, Zach was would be, uh, Mark has always been different. Yeah, well, here's the thing with Zach. Zach is on a tear here. We're criticizing our picks on, on social media, and he's yeah. doing it from our handle. Under our handle, not hey. even his personal handle. Hey, Zach, go to your personal handle, right, and talk that shit from there. You're making it seem like we're criticizing our own picks. Seriously. I mean, I got to, every time I do it, it's my personal account. You see a beautiful picture of me and my wife, or whichever yeah. one I have on there. It's probably me and my wife. Yeah, and then it says, Beauty and the Beast. It, yeah, exactly. And then it says, uh, it says, dash, dash, mark, UFL podcast. Yeah. Right. You get your shit together. What's the next one? All right. The next one is from I'm Tim. I'm Tim. I'm Timbo. Sound it out. It's, a, it's tough. Mm-hmm. I'm Timbo. Yeah. I don't know. Yep. Um, it says, ain't no way. You're the type of person that drafts a kicker in round 10 in fantasy, aren't you? Oh, wow. And then Zach said, Mark's in about 500 leagues. There's a possibility. So, uh, quick story. I did mm-hmm. once uh, side bet a guy for mm-hmm. triple the buy-in of the league, and I said that I would draft a kicker in the fifth round and defense in the seventh round and finish higher than he did, yeah. and I did. Then he wow. welched on the bet. All right. Nice. So, just using a soundboard over here. Because <laughs> Rocky can't seem to use more than one page. Right. Anyway. Uh, is that the last comment? No, there's have? one more. Oh, yeah. Let's hear that last one. Oh, I want to hear this one mostly. All right. From Sal Sandoval Jr. 8. Sounds like he plays baseball. Yeah, probably. Wow. I, <laughs> I feel like the Eagles are overrated because Me it's too. all talk right now. Let's see how they play against an actual team. I and, agree. And Zach said, Eagles have to prove it. Agreed. Okay. Well, that's fair. At least he, he aired on that <laughs> side. Here's something I'll say for our picks. To be fair, right? We're try- I- I'm not trying to pick, I know for me, I'm trying to look beyond, like, it's very easy to pick the division winners from last year. Yeah, dude. They're trying to look, at, you know, the NFL every year, there's, what is it, like four new teams from each conference that make it into the playoffs. So yeah. 
you know, the Eagles last year made the playoffs. The year before, they didn't, and they didn't look like they were going to. Well, it's easy for these internet tough guys to go chalk all the time, man. Everybody wants you to go chalk, and the, the second you don't go chalk, they're like casual. Casual. Yeah. L take. Well, in their defense, it's not fun to say nice stuff. That's true. That's also true. Yeah. yeah. But it's also very easy to just say, oh, you know, the Rams are going to win the West again. No, because yeah. Because they won last year. Right. Are you an L take type of guy? Is that all you like? You just drop L take on a on a comment, or were you oh, like? Oh no, I don't like, comment. Get nasty. <laughs> I don't comment, but if I do, it's it is to be like a little funny. But I I'm usually not a. I think guy. I think about commenting a lot. Yeah. I think I see something, want to comment. Yeah, I'm and not then a I hater. Think, then I think about the back and forth that might happen, and then I say I don't want to. Yeah. yeah, I don't care enough about anybody. You don't want to, to defend comment. your position, not at all. Yeah, all right, I get it. Yeah, not you got to really care to comment. You know, that's an L take right there. Why? Uh, it's lazy. That's a lazy way out. You don't want to well, go back and forth. No. If someone's telling you you don't know what you're talking about. You don't want to fucking show them up. Well, if I know that I know what I'm talking about, then I don't really care. <laughs> Phil does if he was in person. Yeah, in person it would happen, but on TikTok, I mean. No. You're gonna get bombarded by the thirty other people that disagree, and then there's, you can't win anyway. Yeah. yeah. Especially if you're arguing with somebody that doesn't know what they're talking about, and we're talking about this for too long. But Mark, I want to ask you something. How how was your week since last week? I mean, I gotta be honest with you. Just outside looking in, it seems like you're not doing a lot. Like it's just a lot of pool drinking, pool drinking. That's sprinkled in. Um, but is every, it sprinkled in, or is it? Yeah, every day caked, is it caked on? Yeah, no. Well, I mean, so. The kids go back to school tomorrow, so I've had to. So it's going to get crazy. I had to rein it in a little bit. I don't think it works that way. <laughs> so, I think it might get worse. Yeah, it probably will get more loose. <laughs> but you know, like I'm up every morning early. The like kids are always around, so <laughs> I have to get up. No, because uh, during the summer, like I have to get up early every morning, like eleven fifteen, eleven thirty, make them breakfast. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then after that, you know, then you got to entertain them. So you give them all their devices. Yeah. Uh, to go in the room right. and leave you alone so Tough. that you can do your fantasy football drafts. Right. And then... You 100% know, true. Hey, then, you're saying. then like 4 o'clock comes around and you're like, oh, what are we going to do for lunch? And then, yeah. you know... It's tough decisions, you yeah. know, and it's all perspective. Yeah. For Mark, you know, that's his life. If I was in his life, I would be thinking, hey, this shit is tough. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's no. all... It's all... It, it's, it's perspective. It's what you know. It's 100% perspective. This yeah. is what you know. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes, I mean, I, sometimes I don't even have to pull till like 3.30. All the quality sun's gone at that point. You it's know actually I mean? the peak of the sun, but... I get it. <laughs> Depends where you live. Quality sun. <laughs> oh, that is good stuff. Well, you know, I think we belabored that enough. Let's get on to our first section, which is pressing issues. Pressing issues. What's the issue? If there's issues, we're gonna press them. Oh, yeah. Did Simply you like Rocky? Did you like Rocky at the end? <laughs> Come on, baby, get ready. <laughs> does that, I want to know. Does that bring back memories, though? Because you were you were part of that drop, weren't you? No, no, no he wasn't. Oh, he was. I thought he was here for that drop. No, no it no. reminds me of a, a semi-pro. You know what I'm talking? <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm talking? Do you want to come love me, sexy? Yeah. 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 yeah Rocky sits here and uh, I mean, we did that one together, but he'll come here and add like his Man. little talking like he's a creative guy he, weird. he has he's actually he's created it's not weird no, he's created weird talking points based on his drops yes like the, the drops come first then he's like oh we gotta talk about this he's like think, a self-centered guy i think secretly he wants to be a producer yeah yeah 
I'm being serious. Is it secret? No, He's very, I don't think it's like, a secret. He'll be here an hour early making drops and yeah. it's it's He's a dedicated. Yeah. Well, even worse is he'll tell us like, oh, I can't make it till 5.30 and you come in and like he's spread out already. Yeah. Like everything's what everywhere. What do you mean by spread out? Like he's got like his yeah. laptop's open. Mm-hmm. He's okay. got all that this shit over different. here. Yeah. With his, <laughs> and, uh, with his power and being spread out these yeah. days, that's not a good mix. Yeah, we could sue him probably. Yeah. Yeah. That's, really could get into something. That's a good there. point. You don't want to use that power. Yeah. Deshaun Watson. Yeah. He's yeah. been very critical. All right. So let's get into our first thing here. We're pressing issues and, and the mic is attacking me. What we're going to talk about is uh, the AFC and NFC North. Originally, we were going to do the win-loss, win-loss, loss, win game. Um, we're not going to do that because I was just a little bit worried about Mark. Uh, talking too much, so we're not, we're gonna go over under. Never happens. We're gonna check out the over unders. Uh, do you know where you got them from, Mark? Was it Caesars or? Uh, I think it was off of Caesars. I'm not 100 percent positive, but it, I think it was the Caesar Sportbook. Okay, so what we'll do is we'll take those over unders. We're gonna go through them by each division. There, uh, we'll probably continue this next week with two more divisions, and we will just pick whether we're gonna think we think they're gonna go over under, obviously, and then. Kind of debate it uh, if we disagree. I don't know if we will. Uh, do you want to go AFC North first or NFC? You got your Bears fans. So Dealer's I'll let choice. You pick. Dealer's choice. All right, we'll leave. We'll leave that. Uh, we'll leave AFC North for a second. We'll start with NFC North, and we'll start with the Bears because they're probably the worst team in the division, uh, especially with <laughs> the news of Roquan Smith wanting to get out of there. Wow, dude, that's so tough to take. So we got the Bears at uh, six and a half wins. Um, I have my schedules here. I could read out the schedules if you guys want really quickly, or we could just go with our opinions. I th- you know, I, I think at this point, we can probably all just bring it up real quick and then say what we think. Well, um, I, I have it here for you. I could just read it off real quick to make it easy. I already yeah, have go it ahead. set up. Go ahead. All right, so we got week one. Uh, we got uh, at home versus San Francisco. We got at Green Bay. We got at home versus the Texans. We got at New York loss. We got at Minnesota. Uh, then we have at home versus the Commanders. We have at the Patriots, at the Cowboys, home to the Dolphins, home to the Lions, at Atlanta, at the Jets, home to the Packers, at Philly, at Buffalo. I mean, home to Philly, home to Buffalo, at Detroit, and uh, home to the Vikings. Sounds pretty rough. It's really, not a great... I, I, mean, I got to say... Way worse than I thought. I, I mean, if he didn't read that off, I might have gave them a, a so little you're, bit. So you're yeah. playing the AFC East, right? Yeah. You're playing your division, obviously. You're playing the AFC East, and you are, it looks like you're playing the NFC East, too. Yeah. So what say you? Over or under? Unfortunately. What is the over-under? It's six, six and, and a half. half wins. I mean, it's not even It's not even that hey, high, sell, sell. Hey, sell the house. <clears throat> Put it on the under. It's it's definitely it's going Get rich. It's going to go or under. It's going under. So unless Ibrahulus comes in and he puts together this miraculous offense, which he won't because he's a defensive coordinator. They are uh, Roquan leaves. This offense is not geared to win seven games, especially not with these opponents. Well, AFC yeah, due East to the division, sal- yeah. salad. Yeah. NFC East is salad this year. Uh, honestly, I'm thinking. If we get above four wins, I'd be happy. Actually, I wouldn't be happy because I want the first pick next year if we I have think, it. I don't I even know if we listen, have it. I think best case scenario, if Fields plays well, the coach, the whole... I mean, this is really a rebuilding year for the Bears, right? You got a new regime in there. 
A new what? Regime? Regime. Oh. Right? And you're trying to reset things. I don't think that winning five games is necessarily a failure if they are competitive, right? And I think you can do that. But that, I probably think that's the best case scenario. Yeah, if what? Montgomery's playing well and if uh, Mooney becomes what you think he might be in fields, kind of carried him a little bit. But Roquan Smith hurts. Yeah, oh, big time. And, I mean, so you just nailed, you just nailed it on the head there. Five games winning if they're competitive. I, I don't think they're going to replicate what Detroit did last year because Detroit won, I believe, five games. But as we highlighted last week, like six of their games was all within a touchdown. Yep. I don't think Chicago is getting there this year, unfortunately. I would love to say different, but I'm going under six and a half with Chicago. You're under two, right? We all said under. I'm under, but I, I'm I'm a little bit more like on the fence, not saying that like five games is what they can win. I think on their best season, they could win around seven. Mm-hmm. Let's say if they like if Fields is doing great, if their run game's looking right, if their defense is looking right, mm-hmm. they could pull a, a couple more wins out of that and win six. Let's say six, seven. Yeah, that's so to right me the that top. Line. Yeah, and that's what Vegas. And thinks that's too, why the obviously. line's there. Just wonder where they're looking. All right, so we'll go to Detroit next, and they got Detroit set at the same, six and a half games. What I'm going to do is we know the division opponents, so I'm going to skip them. I'm just going to read the out-of-division opponents um, and whether they're home or away. So we, they open with the Eagles at home, then they play the Commanders at home, then they play at the Vikings, and then they play home to the Seahawks, and they're at, wow, they're at New England, they're at Dallas, home to the Dolphins, Um at New York, home to the Bills, home to the Jags, home to the, I mean, at the Jets, at Carolina, and then they finish with Chicago and Green Bay. That, you know, I did like your pick for them to maybe contend for a wild card, but this looks pretty tough, too. I think they can do it, though. Yeah, I think so, too. I, I think with, a, with that... With that offense now having a year under their belt, they're going to get uh, DJ Shark. Hopefully, are we all are we all just camp. high off that Jamal Williams video that's been circulating? Oh, on dude, the was that not amazing? It's pretty cool. Hard knock started. That was last night, right? I still yeah. haven't. Have you watched it? I didn't watch I've it. I seen the clip. That clip is. I mean, that makes you believe anything can happen. And then his follow up response, he's like, "I'll run you over while crying. I don't give a shit." Yeah, that's I amazing. Like, I like Jamal Williams. I get fired, likes, I'm getting fired up just thinking about it. He really got goosebumps. Call him up, man. That's. He needs to come uh, be an on inspirational you. speaker okay. in yeah, Chicago. Yeah. Sorry. Shit, let's change. Yeah, right, I so. would say in that division, there, it's to me, it's like super competitive. So it's like almost 500 you go for the division. And then it's like the extra guys, like what you think they're going to do. So I, I feel a little bit stronger on them, obviously, than the Bears. Well, so I, I would take I'm, the over on I that. know who golf is, so I, I get what you're saying there. Yeah. And I think that Dan Campbell... Probably had. I don't think they're gonna not be competitive. They Based could beat the Seahawks. Year, they could beat the Jets. They they can beat the Dolphins. They can they beat play the Dolphins, Jaguars. Right? They can play the Jaguars. They can beat the Jaguars. So there's like a bunch of games there that put them in. I the just over. think those first three games are tough. You get Philly. You get the Commanders. You get the Vikings. And if you don't get out of there, at least one and two, you're gonna get out one and two. I think. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're. I think they're coming out of that possibly three and zero. Oh. Two and one. I have a funny feeling. I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna split with Green Bay. I think they're gonna run Minnesota, and I think they're gonna run Chicago. I got Vikings winning that division, so I don't think they're gonna run Minnesota. But I got Packers. But oh, hey, I get it. Sam Rogers. All right. So is that over? Also over. 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 Man, 
Call you know what? I'm going over with. The, I, I like the lines. I like Dan Campbell. I'll go over with the lines too. There we go. Put the house. Put the family. Put the, I'm not doing that. Put them all out I'm there. Going with them. All right. So next we got the Vikings, who are set at eight and a half games to win. Um, and I'll give you their non-divisional opponents. We got week two. They open with Green Bay, but they have week two at Philly. Um, then they're home to New Orleans at Miami. Home to Arizona, at Washington, at Buffalo. Home to Dallas. Home to New England. Home to the Jets. Home to Indy. Home to the Giants. And then they finish with Green Bay and Chicago. So, eight and a half wins. This is for the Vikings, right? Yes, sir. I'm going under. I just think you have, in order to put them in the over... You got to really feel good about what they're going to do. Like, a lot of those opponents are pretty tough. Here's what's tough for me. They play at Washington and at Buffalo back-to-back weeks, and then they follow that up with Dallas and New England at home. I feel like that stretch, and they play Arizona the week before that. That's coming off a bye. I feel like they're going to lose all those games. I feel like the first six games, Green Bay, Philly, Detroit, New Orleans, Chicago, Miami, I feel like they get out of there 3-3, three and 4-2. Three, and two. That's what I think. I think they beat Chicago, Miami. I think they could beat Philly. I think they beat Chicago and New Orleans. I think Miami's what week is close. Philly? We Philly's week two. I think New Orleans is going to tear them a new asshole. Although that's week four, Kamara Kamara's sentencing is possibly before that, so Saints might be sans Kamara. Maybe who's they the, do. Who's the backup they... in um, on the Saints? Is it Mark Ingram? <laughs> no, backup quarterback. It's not Hill, right? Uh, yeah, uh, well, is it, it James book? Those yeah. book? No, book's not two. Taysom's two. Oh wow, that's what I thought. Taysom's. So yeah. they get the buy after that first six weeks, right? See, this is how we should have broke those other two down. But they get the buy after those first six weeks, and that's where they have a tough run there. But then they end. I mean, the Arizona at Washington at Buffalo, Dallas, New England. That's a tough. Well, let me just tell you, five too, weeks. they come back from that bye and they face just, uh, they face the Cardinals. No, just read that. I know that, but just I'm saying they're facing the Cardinals that uh, DeAndre Hopkins comes off of suspension then, too. So that's going to be that's going to be a heat game for for Hopkins. Maybe or maybe a game he's not on a full snap count and maybe he's not playing as much either. And you say Philly's week two? Philly's week two. They open with Green Bay. But wouldn't you say like let's say in, which in they, my I head, think they beat Green Bay at home. In my head, for Philly, like the, like all the hype that people have for them, I would say the beginning of the seasons where that is actually gonna like come to fruition. I don't like, know. I just feel like with Jalen Hurts, like the beginning of the seasons where he's gonna come out and people are gonna they're gonna be a little iffy on how to play it. Yeah. And that's when they're going to get the bulk of their wins, I feel, the beginning of the season. I can't say that's a bad opinion. The thing with me and Philly is that I do think they caught people by surprise last year. With that run game with Hurts, and you can see it kind of got the league was starting to catch up to it later in the year, and it gave him issues because he couldn't make – they started making him try to win, throwing that's the ball. That's what going to happen again. They couldn't – but well, I think they went to school on him in the offseason. I don't think they're going to come into this year – Letting them run. I think they're going to try to make him win from the pocket again. And I think they actually might. If Hertz is going to be their guy, I think it's going to happen with him adjusting this year and becoming better down the, the run, down the road. I don't think he's going to come out week one and set the world on fire. I could be wrong. Um, but I, I don't think that's going to happen. I think Detroit is a toss up. New Orleans, Chicago, Miami. I think those are games that either team can win. 
And since I'm picking them to win that division, I got to say that you're going to go three and three, four and two. Right. Middle of the season is tough, though. And then the end of the season, you got Indy, Detroit, the Jets, the Giants, which I love the Giants, obviously, but that's, that's going to be a toss up, too. So I don't know. I, I'm taking the toss up, but the Giants got to really come out to play. Yeah, that's right. Gonna, that's right. The Giants have to be exactly what we want them to be yeah. to win that game. Yes, so right. in this setting, in let's this just world. put it for a loss. Because yeah. <laughs> I'm, saying, I'm saying we think like I, I if they're what we want them to be or what we yeah. think they can be, mm-hmm. they might they probably win that game. All right, so what do you? Sorry, right, so are if you I wasn't over, a Giants fan. over or under eight and a half, I'm going. I'm going. I'm, I'll put them right around eight. So I'm going under. Under. All right. What about you? I'm going under too. Yeah. Yeah. But just to get to the back to the Giants here, real quick. Oh, no, no, don't do that yet. Because how much time we got on that clock? There's like seven minutes still. Yeah. Yeah. We got to get through at least one more team here. So. Seven minutes. Don't go crazy. Go I won't. Right. So uh, the Giants. The Giants were at the center of one of my favorite uh, tweets this week, and that was after. The uh, fight? No, not the fight. When Danny Dimes hit a special needs guy. Well, that's uh, not fair. Uh, on the sideline. It wasn't on purpose. I know it wasn't on purpose. Did he have hands? So, I don't know. But Catch the here's, ball. No, but you Catch need to find rock. that out well, before he, you take no, this no, no. hot take. If he had hands, he could have called He it. may have. No. Catch the, the rock. That wasn't the best part. Let's not go easy on him. ball, get ball. ball, get ball. The best part was the response to that, which uh-huh. somebody then tweeted, it's not nice to talk about Kenny, Kenny all day like that. Oh, that's fucked up. <laughs> which wow. is... Hysterical. Well, is it hysterical? Not really. Not hysterical. All right. So <laughs> over my, or under. He is my comeback player. Over or under. <laughs> <laughs> over or under. It's actually not a bad pick. For over player. or under. I, for the love he of God. I already, already said under. Well, did Fucking five it. minutes ago. He said under. All right. Open well, I want to go. All right. Minnesota. I'm taking the over. Minnesota. Minnesota. All right. Yeah, I do have to. All right. So the Packers, who are set at 11 and a half. Fuck the Packers. Wins. Okay. So let's run through theirs real quick. Obviously, we just said they opened with the Vikings, Chicago. But then they are week three, Tampa Bay. All right. Let me see. Okay. Home and away. Okay. Here we go. They're at Tampa Bay. Then they're home to the Patriots. Then they're at the Giants. That's a Sunday night game. Uh, They're home to the Jets. Heartbreaker. At Washington. At Buffalo. Home to the Cowboys, home to the Titans, at Philly, home to the Rams, and then they uh, home to the Dolphins, and they finish with the Vikings and the Lions. I'm taking the under. I'm taking the over. I'm taking the under. It's 11 and a half? Yeah. I'm going under. Yeah, I'm going under. I'm going 12-13 wins this year. They got nobody to go out there and catch the ball, man. Yeah, man. It doesn't matter. It does matter. They got Alan Lizard. Is yeah. there a... WR1. We're Giants fans, if you couldn't tell. And one of the things we stood on uh-huh. was a lot of wide receivers that Eli Manning had. Uh-huh. We're not great name guys, but that's, Eli brought them up. So when true, you say they got a pile of sticks out there yeah. for the Packers. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers is obviously better, right? But lost to Eli when he was 15 and 1 in Lambo. Let's saying, just put that out I'm there. The, but I'm the Giants. So you're saying Plexico Barris was a crappy receiver before Eli? No, but. We never got to see him after. Amani Toomer? I'm not saying any of that. I'm no. saying they're all capable. They're in the NFL. But would they be stars? Jeremy Shockey? He, well, he we didn't. got to see what he did after. Total stars, man. Was he, he a star? He yeah. After though. the Giants? No. Because no. he was like 105 after no, the Giants. No, he wasn't. Well, he wasn't. He was 26. He was only with the Giants for a few years. <sighs> He's only with them for his rookie contract. Anyway, we're getting lost in the sticks here. I say under. I think he's going to have a tougher goal. I think Minnesota's better. Detroit's better. Chicago 
plays them tough. I don't think Detroit is better. I think well, I'm saying better than last year is what I'm saying. Oh, okay. So I think that, I don't think they're just gonna sweep these teams like they. I mean, the Vikings usually split with them. I think Detroit could split with them. I think the Bears maybe, but the rest of the schedule is not. It's not easy. I mean, you got the Commanders. Bills and Lions, three back to back weeks, and then you followed it up with but Dallas they, well, and but, Tennessee. That but is when a they tough do play stretch. Those, but when they do play those teams, it's not like a team like the Bears, you know, who suck, who <laughs> would be playing those teams where you're like, oh, it's just, it's a loss. It's a coin flip. Every time Aaron yeah. Rodgers is on the field playing those teams, it's a coin flip. Yeah. So if he's going f- like 500 in the division, and then with all those other teams, it's, a co- it's always going to be a coin flip with him and having their running game and having. Aaron Rodgers there, they're going to have a coin flip every time. So I would say, I'm going to stick with 12 wins. I'm going to go over. Yeah. We're going to stick there. Here's the worst part for Packers fans. I'm going to love every goddamn second of it. Okay. Because you're going to have some false hope. After week seven, you're sitting at six and one. You're uh-huh. thinking, we're coasting. We're coasting at this point. Six and one. And you're still not going to win 12 games. Well, Suck it, Green Bay. It's yeah, I mean, the schedule, I mean, that's a gauntlet they're running through. Yeah. You go the back half of the season. At Washington, them. at Buffalo, at Detroit. You're talking about the back half of the season. You're talking about cold weather? That's fine. That's what you're talking about? Don't care. That's fine. Don't they, care. They you play. should care. I don't. Buffalo I'm plays in the cold. Take, Take your bias. plays in the cold. I'm saying, but when they play. Uh, Tennessee plays in the cold. When they play those teams. Philly plays in the cold. When they play those teams, is this for sure loss? Or Miami is it a, plays in the cold. Or is it a coin toss? It's a coin toss. It's a coin toss, but you're talking about them winning 12 games, so. Exactly. When I give you five games, six games in a row that are at Washington, at Buffalo, at Detroit. Well, I'm even giving them a win at Washington. Dallas, Tennessee, Philly. Dallas? Come on. That, I mean, I hate Dallas, but that, it's not easy to go to Dallas and win. Hmm. It's not. Even for them. I mean, they last time Dak played them in Dallas, he beat them. Oh, was it at, or was that Lambeau? That was his rookie year. I don't remember. I think he beat it's them. a while ago. Yeah, it sure is. <laughs> Things aren't uh, like that let's anymore. Let's get to that. Uh, right. AFC North, and we'll go through their uh, predictions, and we'll break those down. We're going to try to be a little bit quicker here, though. A little over-under. What? Over-under. Hammered? Or what? No, over-under, man. Over well, why are you putting such a, a, yeah. such a flamboyant ass I on I think it was supposed to be funny. Why not? All right. So we'll start with Pittsburgh, because they have the lowest uh, to- win total. Yeah. At seven and a half, uh, I'll read you off the the record quick. I mean, the schedule quickly. They open with the Bengals. Oh, we weren't doing divisional opponents. I I have said the opening game for all of them. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Dickhead. All right. That is. Uh, they're at the Bengals. Then they have the Patriots. Uh, uh, home to the Patriots. Home to the Jets. At the Bills. Home to the Bucks. At Dolphins. At Eagles, home to the Saints, at Colts, at Falcons, home to the Ravens, at Panthers, home to the Raiders, and then they finish with the Ravens and the Browns. So, seven and a half wins. What say you, Marcus? Man, I'm going under. Yeah, Trubisky leading that team. It's either him or fucking tiny hands, and it don't matter which of the two are out there. I think Pittsburgh is under seven and a half. With that defense and that coach. Don't care. They made the playoffs last year. Don't care. They so didn't do have not, Trubisky leading them You don't think year. Trubisky's a better quarterback this year than Roethlisberger was last year? Nope. That's insane. They, I mean, they didn't throw a pass over 20 yards. And they still won't. 
Wow, well, that's bull crap. And they have Najee Harris. I mean, they're going to run that option game. They are. All right. I'm going over. I'm going over to just slim pickings, though. You said it's how it's much? super it's close. Seven and a half. I think they can win eight games. It's such. It's right. It's such it's a Tom, good set. It's, it's Mike Tomlin, man. But they, I mean, they have to win divisional hard nosed games against the Cleveland team that's defense is stout. Against a Bengals team that's well rounded, and against a Ravens team that's well rounded. Against a Browns team that might not have Deshaun. Against a Bengals team that is probably a little overrated at this point. Definitely well, they're, they're definitely overrated, but yeah. they're still solid all around. That's all right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So the next team on the list, we'll get to Cleveland, who we were just talking about. And uh, Cleveland's over under is eight and a half games. So we're guessing on that because the lines are yeah. closed right now on the, because of the Deshaun Watson ruling. So we know at this point, six game suspension, but it's been appealed. Could be upheld. Could so who's end up being key? more. It's a terrible question, but who's their key? Jacoby Brissett. Jacoby Brissett. Not bad. It's not bad. It's, it's a not good great. Placeholder. No, I mean, not great. Not bad. It, like we just talked about with Trubisky, if he yeah. can hold the line. I think Trubisky is better than. It's Brissette. not what I'm. Oh, Brissett's man. a good yeah. quarterback. Brissett's better than, than no. Trubisky. That's you're drinking the Kool Aid of hate right there. No, no, I'm not. I'm not hating on. Not you. I'm saying Trubisky. Him. I'm saying if their run game is their run heavy, yeah. if their run game is what it's supposed to be, and he's just a good placeholder, mm-hmm. then they're gonna. It's not like they're not gonna. Like if they had. Um, yeah, but teams are gonna come in there. They're not gonna be worried about Brissett throwing that ball. And they're going to load up on the run game. Which is why it'll be all right, because Brissett can throw the ball okay. decent. All right. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like he's I not, mean, he can throw a spiral. I'll give you that. Uh, he was not bad. He wasn't bad with the Patriots. He's been bad everywhere else. He wasn't bad, he with, wasn't bad with the Colts. He wasn't bad with... No, oh no. He was, a pl- he was a good... He was a ba- like a basic quarterback. I'm, yes. I'm so glad to have you back. A basic quarterback. Yes, he, okay. I'm saying if they have So that, they're good enough to win with a basic quarterback. Yeah, oh, so more than eight gonna, and a half if, games. Say if they had I Watson, think so. you think they could win the division? Probably. Yes. Yeah. So if they have Reset, it's just a if they have just okay quarterback play, good running, great running game. That's what they live right, on. So you're going over too? I'm, I'm going over. Oh wow. Okay. So this is same with the six game suspension, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So six his first six games, they're at Carolina, home to the Jets, home to the Steelers. At the Falcons. You know what? I think I might be with you guys. If it's more than Looking six games. Looking at those first six games. Yeah. If it's more, then I'll go on. They're, they're, coming, only, they're only, coming out of that at least four and two. Maybe five and one. Yeah, at least. I would say at least four and two because they could lose to the Chargers. They could lose to the Steelers. But I don't see them losing to Carolina, the Jets. Yeah, okay. So then they are home to the Patriots. They have division games. They are at Miami, at Buffalo, home to the Bucks, at Texans. Home to the Saints, and they finish with uh, the Commanders in Washington and the Steelers. I think I might side with you guys there. Eight and a half is low with that schedule, especially the way they start that season. If they get Deshaun back in the back half, I mean, I don't see why they can't win more than Shit, eight and a half Jacoby, games. Jacoby might be on fire, five and one to start the season, and, and they're, they're like, you know what? Gonna put him in. Not even going to play. I don't think Deshaun. that's going to happen. Careful but, now. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we'll go with our next team on the dog, and we'll give the the Bengals some respect. We'll go with the Ravens first, and their number is nine and a half. All right, so we're week one at the Jets, right? Okay, we're at the Jets. Then week two, we're home to the Dolphins. Then we're at the Patriots. Then we're home to the Bills. Then we are at the Giants. Then we are home to the Bucks. Home to the Saints. 
then we are wow why is this one so good this is terrible this list over here all right then we are home to the panthers at jaguars uh home to the broncos falcons at home and then we finish with steelers and the Bengals. And that is eight and a half, nine and a half. Well, nine and a half games, you, dude. You can't have everybody in the over in the division. No. So you kind of got to show your colors here, whether you're going with the Bengals or the Ravens. Yeah. So I, I'm going to go over. Yeah. I am also going to go over. Dude, Vegas completely disrespected Baltimore with this line. Baltimore's at least a firm two games over that. Baltimore's definitely over. Yeah. Yeah, I don't understand. I mean, I get the concerns with the wide receivers and all that stuff, but Well, I think it's mainly just disrespect for for Lamar. Yeah. He's just always underrated, no matter what. Hundred yes. percent. I agree. I agree. To have a quarterback that could win you games like what we were talking about with Aaron Rodgers, how that one quarterback or I was can take you over the ledge when you have a guy like Lamar to put him at eight and a half when they have also a better like surrounding cast than Aaron Rodgers has. Yes, that's true. To not to not put them up there at ten or like he was saying, to yeah. keep them down at eight and a half is like they must just think the Bengals are gonna be that good. Yeah. Well they're nine and a half. It's nine and a half, but still okay. even at that, I mean I, yeah, I think I, we're all going over, right? I, I think okay. I got them winning twelve yeah, games. All right, so over. let's go. Let's go with the let's go with the Bengals real quick. They're nine and a half games, and we're disrespecting them, but whatever. So uh, we got week two at Dallas, and we got at the Jets, home to the Dolphins, at New Orleans, home to the Falcons, home to the Panthers, uh, at Tennessee, home to the Chiefs, at Tampa, at New England, home to Buffalo, and they are not winning. They are not winning ten games. There's no, no way. I'm sorry. Look at that stretch from Tennessee on, man. It's a rough one. November 27th, they play Tennessee. They got to go play at Tennessee, Chiefs at home, Browns at home, Buccaneers in Tampa, Patriots in New England, who's going to be, you know, probably fighting for, for a playoff spot there. Bills at home and the Ravens at home. Oh, man, that's that's got to be probably the roughest end of a season. I'm speaking for NFL. myself. I like Joe Burrow. Uh, me too. Oh, so do I. But yeah, so we're not like we sound oh. like we're haters. Like we're just oh, like I'm not hating on no, them. I like you know Joe I'm saying? I just want to make it clear we like them. We yeah. just think it was a little bit of an up year. It's going to be a little bit of an evening out. Yeah, yeah. You know? I think they're in regress. They got hot and they went on a run, but I still think they're a young team and you're in a tough division and you know it's a it's a lot, man. It's not easy to win games and when you have a stretch like this in a division that's that tough, you can't just expect. You know, this is not Ben Roethlisberger and the Steelers where they had years of success and you could kind of count on that. I mean, they did it once. That doesn't guarantee they're going to be back there. Dan Marino went Super Bowl, what, his rookie year? Second year, I forget, but, you know, he never went back. I mean, it doesn't mean that he's a bad player. It's just tough. All right, so let's get on to our next uh, order of business because we ran long on that, but we're going to talk about uh, some... Uh, season awards, and we're going to talk about the MVP and uh, offensive rookie of the year, right? Yeah. Um, and we're all going to make a pick. We don't have to like really belabor it, but you know, just some shots in the dark. Who do we think is going to win those awards and why? All right. Let's start with our guests here. What do you got? Am for I MVP? going MVP and rookie? No, just do MVP. Yeah, we'll do, go MVP, MVP first. do MVP. So MVP, I'm going to go, and it's going to hurt. A Rod. So I'm, here's here's my stance on the whole thing, is that if, if you're a hater, like, you know, a Bears fan, of course you're not going to look at it this way. But out of any year, 
he's always had somebody that's going to be that one guy that's going to be like a top like uh, wide receiver in the league most of the time. Yeah. This is the one year where he's got the pile of sticks. But he has but he did win back-to-back MVPs, right? Am yeah, I what's that have to do with what I'm saying? Well, I mean with with Devontae Adams. Exactly. Okay. So this year Exactly. That, well, that's my that that's part of my point. Okay. Is that if he has a great year this year, yeah. it proves even more how much of MVP he is. Yeah. If his team has a great year this year, mm-hmm. With everybody talking down on the the wider series he has, or well, that I mean, he's he got does. Sammy Watkins, whatever. Okay. Okay. Sammy Watkins, we're talking about whatever. Yeah, exactly, whatever. So <laughs> Sammy Watkins looks good. You're gonna say, oh man, he's got Sammy Watkins. That's why he's exactly. Doing it. No, you're not. You have to have built in excuses, as Bears fans, as to why he might <laughs> yeah, be yeah. good. I'm just saying, if he has a great season, they have a season like I just said, and get in the over and make the playoffs. He's gonna be, and and then also on top of that, all eyes are on a Rod right now. Yeah. With all the stuff going on in the news, he is he's mainstream. So if he has a great year, I think he's going to be MVP. Okay, what about you? I'm I'm going to say Lamar. Okay. Man, I think Lamar has a bit of a chip on his shoulder. Uh, he didn't play a few games last year. I think he comes back strong as hell this year. I think he wants to prove his doubters wrong. Uh, Rashad Bateman is going to go into his second year as his uh, primary wide receiver target. Mark Andrews is top three tight end in the league. He's getting his run game back this year, hopefully, um, which was decimated last year by injury. I mean, they had to go out and they had to sign. Uh, who the hell was it? Uh, they signed Le'Veon Bell at one point. They had Devontae Freeman there, mm-hmm. and they had somebody else to just you know another fill-in. But you got a strong J.K. Dobbins back. You have uh, Gus Edwards coming back from injury. Uh, they drafted Tyler Batty. I think, honestly... I think Lamar is going to go out and win 12 to 13 games this year. Mm-hmm. And I think Lamar is going to firmly cement his his place amongst the best quarterbacks in the league, not just fantasy-wise, just best quarterbacks in the league. All right. And I'm so gonna, what did you, wouldn't you yeah. feel even better about him if he didn't have any of those guys you just said, if he had a great season? Well, yeah, I, I mean, obviously you're going to feel better about somebody. If, so if you, you would say if he didn't have all those weapons and he had a great season, but, that yeah, he I mean, would you're trying to pull, more so be that. You're trying people. to pull magic out of your ass with, with this A-Rod comment because you're looking at Alan Lazar being his number one. I mean, that's like... Well, we don't know who's number one is yet. Let's relax. Yeah. I mean, the season will show. Doesn't even have yeah, one. I mean, but yeah, I guess that makes sense. All right. So... You know I, what you're I trying think, to do there and I don't appreciate it, buddy. All right. No, I appreciate it. I, I think that... The guy I'm going to pick is kind of the consensus, the guy, the favorite to win, and I think he should. And I'm going to say Josh Allen. I think Josh Allen, talk about a chip on your shoulder. Yeah. I mean, the guy that made like 17 plays in the last uh, about 10 minutes of that game to win it, and uh, just to have his, uh, I mean, mismanagement by his coaching staff lose that game from to go to the Super Bowl. I know it's probably going to hurt a little bit to lose Dayball and and all that, but I think he's good enough. I think they fig- they know what he can do. They got it figured out, and I think it's his his thing to lose there. I mean, that is if you like thing. if you like Rogers, um, and what he doesn't have, I I just think the Bills are going to be better and they're going to go further. I think he's going to have a better year. He has more around them, and I think they want to give him the award. All right, all right. Who's that? The NFL? The Associated Press. The Associated Press wants to give it to Josh Allen. I think that's the guy they want to give it to. All right. So then we'll go to our offensive uh, rookie of the year. And who do you got? I got Traylon Burks. 
Traylon Burks, okay. And, and it's more so like I love running backs. So mm-hmm. I'm looking at running backs and wanted to give a running back that position, but it's more so more so the position he's in. Mm-hmm. You know, having Robert Woods coming off an ACL. Mm-hmm. And then he comes in there and he has the opportunity to be number one, which is kind of, you know, hard for a rookie to get in that, that spotlight. So if he can mm-hmm. do well in that position... I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna be drafting it. if he takes the spot of AJ Brown, mm-hmm. then I'm looking at that where I could take him as a, a wide receiver one. Mm-hmm. You know, take a flyer and he could become my wide receiver one. Is what I'm trying to say. Well, you're talking about fantasy. We're talking about. Oh, I'm sorry. Offensive rookie. I think in fantasy. You're getting your wires crossed. Sorry, man. It's it's tough to do on the show, man. Yeah. I'm always fantasy minded first too. Oh, well, I mean, there you go. That, that, that's. The Appro- toilet, it's appropriate. It's going to happen. The yep. toilet was backed up. Yep. Shit overflowing onto the table. Yep. Yep. All right. Who you got, Mark? So am I sticking with that? If you Is want that to. you want? I mean, I guess. I'm not going to think of okay. somebody else right now. <laughs> okay, yeah, where you go? Traylon Burks, rookie of the year. There we go. <laughs> See, I, I'm not a running back guy. I'm more of a tight end guy. Yeah. But I digress. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, it'd be easy to... Take Brees Hall, right, and say, you know, first pick in the draft, he's being interjected into the jet system, blah, 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 blah. Right. And then I would also like to go with James Cook, who right, I stop feel. Stop naming everybody. Is going I might pick. To, yeah, he's you're not just going trying to throw them all out. Yeah. There. What the hell is that? But I'm not going with either of those guys. Obviously. I think, honestly, I think Chris Olave for offensive rookie of the year. Uh-huh. I think. The way that Winston throws the ball around, I think this ankle sprain is probably nothing nothing too serious. It's a sprain. The way that Winston throws it around, yeah, Mike Thomas coming back, I think we're going to get a shade of Mike Thomas of what he was prior to the injury. So I think he's going to, you know, he's going to take a lot of heat off of Olave. You have Jarvis Landry, who was a very technical uh, underneath route runner. And then, again, the Kamara suspension looming. We're, we already know we're going to have Kamara for the first few weeks. So I think Alave is really going to explode in this offense. I think you're going to see Alave downfield a lot. I think he's going to get a lot of yardage, and he's going to have a decent amount of touchdowns too. I like Alave. I don't feel so bad about my pick now. I'll be honest. That's all right. Well, you said it was easy, and I'm going to be Mr. Easy because I think Brees Hall is going to be the rookie of the year. <laughs> I mean, it's it's teed up for me there. I mean, why well, wouldn't you teed you pick up the last two for crying well, out loud? I mean, I'm picking what I I'm picking what I think is going to happen, right? And Brees Hall is set up in a perfect situation. He's got the good sub 4-4, great runner. Going to New York, I think they're going to lean on him with a young quarterback. He sat out of the Cheetos Bowl last but year. We haven't big seen freaking deal. Some bullshit. You should, you should sit out of the fucking Cheetos Bowl once in a while. We haven't seen running backs do so well. <laughs> okay. There. Uh-huh. Have we? Where? In the NFL or New York? New York. Curtis Martin. Okay. Curtis Martin yeah, is a great how one. How far away was that? That was a long was a while time ago. ago. I'm not going to lie. For the love of God. But Didn't the Jets it? just draft a guy? Michael Carter. He was a third round pick, though. I know, but everybody was excited about what he was going to mm, do in the offense. They were. Well, well no, fantasy no. wise, I'm talking. Fantasy wise, but that was also not before the season started. That people got excited at him at towards the end of his rookie year because he kind of flashed a little bit. No, no, yeah, I think we yeah, were excited no, his rookie year no. on drafts. Yeah, he was well, the one that went screaming fantasy. up the board. Maybe in fantasy, yeah. That's what I just said I'm talking about. I know, fantasy. but we're also talking about rookie offensive rookie of the year. Me a little bit. I I'm disagree. Well, we'll see who's right. Yeah. After that, I feel like in I like will be In like 25 short weeks. I'm sure we'll all remember. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we're done with that. And uh, with that, we're going to get into our next segment, which is I can't find the... There it is. Our fantasy. 
Come on, baby. I need you this week. It's your time. Time for a breakout. Oh, baby daddy. I just have to throw a Rocky in there. Rocky. Was there that? <laughs> okay, hey, come here, baby. Well, yeah, am I going first again? Uh, if you want, we could. somebody else could go first. It's up to you. You want me to go first? I'll go first. Well, actually, can we say what it is? I'll yeah. Go first. Oh Dumbass. shit! Yeah, shut up. Yeah. So we're we're gonna pick our fantasy comeback player of the year. So this, this is, is gonna fantasy impact. Yeah. So this is gonna Dude, apply that's what to. I'm <laughs> yeah. We're gonna apply this to a, a guy who maybe underperformed. I think we talked a little bit about Henry, right? Um, and we, we always do. We weren't sure if that kind of fit here. Fit the mold. If it was trying to, he probably has Derek Henry. Yeah. But we we were just thinking it might be a little cheat code. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, fantasy comeback player of the year. Go. Should I go first? Did go you ahead. have Derrick no. Henry? No. Uh, all right. Um, I'm a fantasy fucking oracle, okay, buddy. How about that? All right, take Nobody it easy. likes when you do that. Yeah. Be humble. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I'm going to go. If he wins the job, I'm going to go Baker Mayfield. <laughs> I just think with the passing game, they have a lot more pass heavy than he was with the Browns. He's got Robbie. He's got DJ. And he's got Christian McCaffrey with, which we're, you know. Who could also be fantasy comeback player of the year. Right, which you can't forget, though, that that is also a lot of receiving on his end from Baker because he's catching a lot of stuff out of the backfield. So I'm saying if if Baker's probably going that like QB3 right now, I'd say he's probably going to end up at the end of QB1 or the beginning of QB2. So that would be my fantasy breakout yeah that is and to be fair i know you wanted to pick saquon but we're two giants geared i did want to pick saquon but there was more that was more of emotional and this is more of like uh the setup seems right you know yeah no and i get that and i mean that's a hell of a that's a hell of a pick honestly if he ends up in that and the qb1 uh top tier qb2 talk that's that's a hell of a nice pick giants have a couple of guys that could be comeback player of the year but we're not going to talk about either of them okay Fantasy Galladay comeback and Saquon. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Fantasy comeback player of the year is a gentleman whose prime years were wasted in Chicago, and that is Allen Robinson. Allen Robinson going out to play with the Rams, to play with Stafford. I think this elbow, elbow thing, I, th- I think we're blowing all this shit out of proportion. Isn't that why you're... Uh, your major league aspirations failed because of tendonitis in your elbow? Uh, no, it was my shoulder. My shoulder that blew out. Oh, just yeah. overall, his body composition yeah. Yeah. gave out. Yeah, just all just kind of body yeah. comp didn't yeah. fit. <laughs> didn't fit the mold. Just didn't fit the uniform. Yeah, um, I could definitely. You could have squeezed, squeezed in. You could have stuffed, you know stuffed yourself. Yeah, yeah. A little it's David Wells bad. action. You stuffed yourself. In there. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, Allen Robinson going out to play with Stafford. Stafford is a fantastic quarterback. We saw it last year coming out of Detroit, going out there and doing what he did to win that Super Bowl. You already have, you already know you're not going out there to be the guy. The guy is Cooper Cup, right? So you're going out there to take your targets in stride. You have a healthy Cam Akers. You have a very viable tight end in Tyler Higby. For fantasy comeback player of the year, Allen Robinson is finally not going to let you down, especially where you're getting him. You're getting <laughs> Allen Robinson. Uh, he has been moving up the board uh, the last couple of weeks, but you were getting him as your third wide receiver. Right now, if you want him, you got to go out and you got to get him as your second wide receiver, um, or you're the first one to get your third wide receiver with Allen Robinson, but he is going to give you low-end WR1 points this year. Okay, fair enough. And my pick is going to be a guy that I don't really like that much. 
Uh, too much dancing for my taste, but oh, wow. he's a guy in a new place. And I'm going with Juju Schmidt-Schuster in Kansas City, okay? And this is a guy that had a lot That's of a his usage, pick. but has been uh, a, di- a bit of a disappointment, even with all the targets. His uh, average yard per target's been pretty low, but I think that's going to change. With Kansas City, lose Tariq Hill. There's a big hole to be filled. They got Skylar Moore. I understand that. But I think it's a guy that can stretch the field. You have a guy in Kelsey that can patrol the middle of the field. You got backs coming out of the backfield. I think it's the perfect offense for a guy like Schuster to get into that intermediate route tree and get him targets, get that average depth up, and continue, you know, he can he can handle the load if he could just stay on the field. Obviously, I think he's in for a big year where he can maybe be mid tier, high tier wide receiver too. I think that's a good pick there, and I think what's going to happen is you're going to see the uh, the bad taste that Juju was left with in Pittsburgh. I mean, he was dealing with Ben at the end of his career and his noodle arm. They already had their field stretcher in Deontay Johnson, so they needed somebody underneath who was Juju Smith-Schuster. And that's the reason why his average depth per target was the lowest in the NFL is because, I mean, that's the perfect recipe to have horrible yards per target. Now he's going out to Kansas City with one of the higher yards per target throwing quarterbacks in the league with Patrick Mahomes. You already have your field stretcher in McKeel Hardman. You already have your targets monster with with Travis Kelsey. You're going to see Juju in a lot of one-on-one matchups, and you're going to see just how good Juju is at running his routes, and Juju's going to have a fantastic year this year. Well, I do think that um, it rejuvenates. That's on me. I do think that rejuvenates the feeling of Juju, and what I feel is he's going to end up having Sammy Watkins-like numbers. Mm. I think he's a better receiver than Sammy Watkins ever was, to oh, be honest. No. Maybe not more talented. A healthy but a Sammy Watkins? He's never been healthy. Yeah, I know. But I'm saying, <laughs> you just said he's a better receiver than Sammy Watkins. I think Sammy he's an all-around better receiver. Sammy Watkins never really panned out to be anything other than, like, mm. uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Just flash in the pan. Yeah, I mean, he had a decent rookie year and then... Yeah, I think, never put I think it that's, I'm not, Schuster that put is kind of what I'm saying, He though. put legitimate seasons together, though. Right, I think, but with the team he's surrounded with, he's not going to be the star, and he's not going to be, like, low-end wide receiver one. He's going he to, he, well, number one, he doesn't have to be the star, but number two, there's a big, there's a big gap left in that offense right now, and before, like he said, Deontay Johnson came into that offense, and when Brown was there, Juju wasn't a short route runner. He right. would stretch the field. I think they'll get. You back think he's going to gonna be stretching the field with them? The guy's 20, 26, 27. Yeah. He's they not, got a guy to stretch the field. Yeah, the rookie. Are you yeah. talking about? I mean, well, and Hardman too. Hardman's the second fastest. Yeah, but player I think Hardman. Uh, the fact that they brought Juju in and drafted Skylar Moore says all well, you need to know about Hardman. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. They needed someone who could catch the ball. I guess what I'm saying is, I if I'm taking Juju, mm-hmm. he's my wide receiver three. Well, I think and hoping you, I that think, he does better, but well, YCV3 is Well, that's what we're talking about here. I thinking. don't think I think the value on him is great because you're probably not going to have to take him as a wide receiver. Which is too. a great point. Before we get blasted <clears throat> on social media, let's preface with we're talking about fantasy comeback player of the year uh, with where you can get them versus what their perceived value is. You know, I think any one of us would have just said, you know, Christian McCaffrey because he's going second overall behind Jonathan Taylor. So it'd be easy to say that he's the comeback player of the year. But we're giving you guys that you might not be thinking about that are not in the class where they're being drafted. They're be, they should be drafted a lot higher. Yeah, because I think you get him as a wide receiver three. Yeah, you're not yeah. taking him as your wide receiver one. But, but no. I think he could wind up 
playing for you like a high-end wide receiver too. That's yeah. what I'm saying. And it also 100%. depends like we have talked about in the past. Like depends what league you're playing in. Yeah, obviously. Juju is a name. So if yeah. you're playing in a league with, with guys Stooges, who don't know anything, yeah, they're gonna you probably don't want him. anything to do with him. Yeah, because he'll probably go higher. Right. Yeah. But if you're playing with some guys who know what they're doing, you're going to take him a little early, mm-hmm. hope he's a wide receiver three and moves up to a, like a high wide receiver two or something like that. Yeah, fair point. All right, time to get to our next section. That guy's an asshole. <laughs> All right, and that's the, who's our ass of the week this week. We got him right there up on the wall. You got him right here. Uh, Big so. Ben. <laughs> uh, and Big Ben made some comments, allegedly. So now I'm going to be totally honest. This is from TikTok. I learned that on TikTok. Uh, says this from USA Today that Big Ben said, uh, what was it that Deshaun Watson? And quote him. Is an asshole of the and week. He, he should be. He shouldn't be. Oh, he we can't be in the league. We can't have predators like that in the league. Right. He should be banned. From, yeah, mm, get it together. Banned from the NFL. I'm getting emotional. I say this is this is Ben. He's Batman right now. He's throwing a bomb. He, you know, and he's disappeared. <laughs> he's basically throwing the Sean out there in front of him. Now, for context, for all our young listeners out there, uh, Ben Roethlisberger was accused of rape, right back yes. in the day. Back in the day, now he was never found guilty. More than accused, though, it was pretty detailed. It was pretty detailed. People but are creative. I, I don't want if he wasn't guilty. He wasn't guilty, though. I don't want to do that, but it is in the air, a mist of that. Yeah. So I just think it's curious that he would go the, hard uh, in the paint. Listen, even if you're even if you're totally not guilty as Ben Roethlisberger, maybe you're just bringing the spotlight. Back you don't want to throw your hat in the ring here. <laughs> Take it easy and say that the guy needs to be. Banned from the NFL. Here it is. Here's my chance. 18 years later to prove my innocence. I'm going to call somebody else a predator. Yeah. It's pretty, oh shit! Now I remember dumb. that Ben Roethlisberger raped that woman in a bathroom in a bar. You're just shining yeah. a light yeah. on yourself, you dumbass. Yeah, because there's a whole generation of NFL fans that probably never really heard of that. It's so. a terrible strategy. Yeah, it's not to, smart. To all our casual fans, you're the Pittsburgh quarterback with a goddamn noodle arm for the last four years, man. Yeah. Why the hell you should have just uh, ridden that? They did Pool ask him the question, the, though. The sunset. Did they? Uh, you said they asked. They asked I didn't him say about anything. I just played the clip. That clip was saying that they asked him about Watts, okay. Deshaun Watson. Well, he's got to be smarter, huh? Yeah, he's got to. I mean, evade it. I mean, like to the we sunset. know ben, ben, Big Ben does. He, he <laughs> evades stuff in the pocket. But um, <laughs> this one he took on. Yeah. All right. So, he so on himself. What an idiot! What right. a total ass of the week. That's right. All right. So from ass of the week, we go to class of the week. You stay classy, San Diego. You stay classy, San Diego. Sorry, oh, guys. That Sorry. was bad. All right, a little bit. So we're talking Vince Scully. Vince Scully, man. The great. Rest in peace, Vince Scully. The great Vince Scully who went to school with Rocky, and I'm sure he's sad that he's not here to reminisce with him, but... I mean, it just makes you think about how fragile life is and how close Rocky is to losing it. Right. Um, well, I think. <laughs> and so he knows fun he's fact, close. I think they were they were born at the same hospital, correct? Mm. Same week. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go with it. Yeah. But this is I when mean, they they pulled the babies out with pliers at this time. We're we're a little <laughs> young for Vin Scully. No, we are. I mean, we we heard him here and there, but I would say soothe melancholy sounds of Vince Scully. Oh, what, I mean, if you it's hear, a dying breed. If you hear him talk in an interview, you're right. It's a dying I breed. I mean, the guy's just engaging. He's captivating. Oh, 100%. Uh, I, just speak, I mean, the guy has stories for days. Well, had, sorry. 
had stories for days. And yeah, I mean, just a class act and one of those guys that you just know about. I mean, you, uh, I was going to say Howard Cosell is another guy like that we just know about because yeah. we know about him. You were a little bit older. Maybe you know more well, about Howard Cosell. More of the time goes on, it's less like we used to have one guy or a couple guys that was like the main guys because it was like nationally broadcast like a lot of big yes things. now it's so split up that yeah. you only have a few of those guys left so yeah, like you nowadays, got bob costas joe buck i'm gonna keep cutting you off <laughs> yeah, well, well nowadays nowadays it's joe buck for everybody but for me like michaels growing up it was al michaels al yeah. michaels is like the john al, madden al michaels john madden was like the face so keith jackson was kind of fading out at that point yeah. uh howard cosell was fading yeah. out at that point <laughs> Yeah, now you get the now you get Troy Aikman, Tony Romo. Oh, well, Troy Aikman was hand to hand with Buck like in the nineties. So I'll give Troy, even though I hate him, Gruden. Not the nineties, two thousands. Gruden. <laughs> what about uh, uh, Dennis Joe Miller? Buck. Did, Dennis Did you Miller say Joe was, Buck already? No, Dennis Miller. Yeah, we said Joe. I Buck. I mean, I don't really like Joe Buck, but oh, I love Joe Buck. I don't really like him, but yeah. um, but hey, not a huge Joe Buck. Guy Vin myself. Scully, Vin, stay classy. Yeah. Brother, we did the best we could. I mean, after besides, I'm, I'm a young guy. Well, I'll say we're this: so young, I'm the youngest. Stay classy, youngest guy here. Vin. Besides Vin Scully, the only old, maybe I think he's older. Who is uh, Corsell? Yeah? I just said Corsell. Yeah, I know you did. Oh, yeah. I'm saying, I'm just saying, I'm just yeah, going yeah. back to it. Yes, yeah, another guy. That's probably the only older guy I even know. And I heard something today. Uh, Scully was, I think, the only guy that didn't play. I don't think Cosell's older than Scully, though. I don't think he's older. So Vince Scully's the only guy for the Dodgers that was like on their Mount Rushmore and was not a player. Yeah, I did hear that, too. You heard that? Oh, yeah. We listened to the same show. (laughs) All right. All right. Well, listen, it was a long show. I think it was better than our usual. Oh, Um, definitely. So, you know, we we appreciate it. And we appreciate... Anybody that uh, is not here, we miss you guys, sort of. Um, oh, Cassell was older. Good look call. At that. Look at that. By nine years. Wow. That's wow. not even. That's a wide margin. It's almost yeah. a decade. That's a decade, basically. Yeah. But I mean, he, did, he died in 95. If you count the nine months he was in the womb, it's basically 10 and years. And some countries do. Yeah. All right. So uh, you find us here on YouTube. Like and subscribe. Hit that notification bell. If you had comments on our picks for... Uh, MVP, Rookie of the Year, Fantasy Comeback Player of the Year. Our over-unders on those NFC and AFC North teams, leave it. Obviously, follow us on our socials at TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, at UFL Podcast. Don't forget to like us there, comment, and subscribe. Peace.